Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Triforce podcast. We're back. Kapow. Oh, oh. Hi, it's the old Triforce podcast. I ain't seen around these parts since last Wednesday. Exciting hmm. new Been stuff. A while. 1925. So me and Sips, we hung out. Oh, yeah, we you've been out. in Joyzy. Yeah. yeah. I saw Good. the pictures. I saw Sips' shorts, finally. Uh, I saw... Yeah. Little picture of Terry. I saw Lewis is still rocking a man bun. I saw oh, yeah. some flowers, and I think I saw trees. I could be mistaken. Mm, oh, there were did. trees, flowers, yeah. trees. Oh man, you name people, it. People, um, people commented that it was nice to see Sips from a different angle because I think <laughs> they normally just get the webcam angle and never uh, anything else. But there was like a, it was like you could put a three D composite together. Uh, it's a yeah. bit like when they, you know, when we finally got a look at what the other side of the moon looks like you know it's like well we pretty much knew it was gonna look like that but it's still yeah. interesting to see it's important scientific information <laughs> it hasn't got like a weird smiley face on it or anything yeah it's yeah. just nice to know it's not made yeah. of cheese yeah yeah so we i so i've done three covid tests this week um, nice i did one before i left because i didn't want to you know infect your family sips and then no, of course i had, not, to, no. had to do one when i landed and i had to i had to self-isolate for a day when i landed in jersey yeah while i while i was waiting for the test results which is a bit but stri- i mean oh god p- poor people who'd had to self-isolate in a hotel room for more than a day oh man can you imagine it was rough i mean the room service menu i mean i exhausted the whole thing partly because i can't <laughs> eat any of it but you know i went through the I whole guess. lot and it was awful I mean, hotel room service is generally bad anyway, but man. To be fair, you don't have, there's not a wide range of food that you do eat, though. This We, we spoke about this. Remember? Yeah, I'm picky. I'm a picky boy. You're picky. picky sensitive boy. You've excluded most food from your diet. Uh, I so have. there's not, uh, you know. So I woke up this morning and I was like all snotty and I've got like a runny nose. I've got like a sore throat. I've got like a headache. And I'm like, oh, God. I've, but I've had this for the whole week. So I've had like hay fever and stuff. So it's not like a new thing. I've just, I'm just constantly like this. So this is, I'm the bubble boy. You know, my yeah. life is just, you know, teetering on the edge of mild sickness mm. permanently. Um, and, and obviously, so I'm like, because I'm seeing my dad today, I was like, I better have a COVID test. So I had another one today and I'm negative still. So, I mean, you probably got a cold from Sips' kids. Like, that's just what happens. You hang around with a child for long enough, I'd say five minutes, uh, you will acquire a cold unless that child is familiar to you. It's true. Yeah. So so that's what's happened. I don't mm. know whether I should go and see him, but I guess I will. I just, I'll just keep my distance yeah. and try not to spit on him too much. You know, the usual. 
when you're around your parents. Yeah. Just just don't yell in their face, I guess. Well, Try not to, at least. Oh, yeah. There's another a, a sick member of my household. Uh, my dog, Aggie, is uh, poorly. She's probably oh, no. got... Uh, it's nothing serious. She's just probably, got, she's probably got kennel cough, which is very common. Uh, oh. They sort of cough a little bit, and she's sick quite a lot. Uh, last night, uh, Mrs. F went out with her mates, and I was watching the football, which was fantastic, by the way. The Germany-Hungary game was phenomenal. And uh, well, you were rooting chilling. for old Hungary, yeah, weren't you? Hey, well, Hungary could have eliminated them. It was they could have. It was crazy. It was close. It was, it was really, really close. something. So, yeah. uh, and the dog was occasionally being sick, and every time she'd go, <laughs> I'd try and rush her out of the house, and she'd like be like, Ooh, "What? What?" I was like, get out, get out of the house. <laughs> what? Like she was out. confused. <laughs> get out, come on, do it. But no, so oh, she was sick. But then Mrs. F came home and the dog ran to the front door to greet her. I opened the front door and the dog just went Bleh, right there on the front step. And Mrs. F was like, oh, have you had a fun evening? I was like, yeah, it's been great. <laughs> it's like the, the worst welcome home ever. It was so oh, perfectly no, timed. Man. But, uh, That's good. Well, yeah. at least she's trained to puke outside. No, you know, oh, she you, was you... not. it was not outside. No. Oh. no. Oh. Even though the right. door, open door was right there, she was sick inside just on the front doorstep just as you're you're Aww. coming in she's not very well poor no, dog but it's uh you know at first you have sympathy for these things but then after a while when the animals are very stupid when they're going to be sick they just think well, i'm going to be sick and they just like Bleh, wherever they are there's no attempt to go outside because she doesn't relate it to going outside like she does for going to the toilet she just thinks well i'm better be sick you know so after like hours of cleaning up dog vomit it's it, uh it gets a little grating and you, yeah. you, your sympathy kind of evaporates. You're just like, just be sick outside for once, please. When you gotta go, you gotta go. You know, that's yeah. just how it is. I have my second jab, by the way, so I'm now well done. done. Nice, well, nice. Congrats. I still haven't had my text to say when mine is. How long is it supposed to be? Like eight weeks, like five, six eight weeks? weeks, eight weeks. It's eight, eight weeks. weeks. Eight yeah. weeks. I feel like mine was about a month ago, and I haven't booked the new one. So yeah, maybe mm. it depends on vaccine. But mine was eight weeks to the day, and they were very happy about. I've it. had my uh, I've had my double as well. Nice. I'm all doubled up. Wow, you guys are safe. You guys are safe. Well, at least yeah. like you can still get like a. But apparently that's the thing. Like this Delta variant has slightly different symptoms, which is why I was a bit worried this morning because mm. like yeah. apparently like cough and fever aren't in the top well i don't know if they're in the top five symptoms or whatever jeremy have a look yeah. do your own research i'm not yeah. your dad you're not uh, well definitely like, not my I dad know. but i guess technically you no you couldn't even be sips's dad you're not a you dad could. let's put it that you're way not, you're not yeah. you're not our dad yet well you might be one day i'm is what i'm saying like you might change your mind it's never too late you know especially for men men can men can be dads late right like you oh, see gotcha. sometimes yeah. you see those guys that are like i'm 70 and i'm a i'm a new dad like george clooney and stuff like that yeah, yeah. how old is george clooney actually the Clune dog how old like do you 70. reckon the clune dog is old, old, <laughs> just have a guess the clune around old clune old, Clo old he clooney is, he is 60. wow yeah well, there you go i took a picture actually of me and sips together which i haven't posted yet but we're both looking because we're like staring we're looking into the sun we're all like our face are all screwed up. We look just like wrinkly. We'd probably look like your dog, Pete Flax, actually. <laughs> all just all what covered in dog sick. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that's that's about it for me. I'm like uh constantly well, I'm gonna be covered in sick soon. Not dog sick necessarily, but you know, baby Oh sick. man, you know what it's we a, found? You, you you know those muslin cloths that everyone with a baby has to have like a hundred of? Those little uh -huh. white squares. 
we found some of those recently that you know was just tucked away when we, we had a clear out in this spare room because my my eldest wants her own room now so we mm-hmm. reorganized things in there and i was like god that really takes me back like everywhere yeah. i went i'd have one over my shoulder just in case i mop up a little bit of bleh, you know just mop that up with the muslin and we're just well, washing them all the time I, it was i uh, put on a uh, a load of uh, baby grows in the wash yesterday nice. so that was uh how that long was is it now how long is it now um three weeks oh my god dude. yeah it's like so soon oh it's crazy yeah. yeah i don't know what That's i'm exciting. gonna do it's exciting it's yeah. exciting so i got to jersey i mean the flight the, there were like no flights out of of Bristol, I think it was like the only flight was going to Jersey. So got there, of course, there's, there's no one at the airport anyway, and I can't like, um, I can't call Sips because I have to self-isolate, so I have to get a taxi and then finally meet up with, with Sips and the family. And it's great to see you guys again, actually. But as soon as, as, soon as we sort of um, meet up, Sips is like, I've got like a hundred errands to run because this is new baby <laughs> and I have to get the car fixed and yeah. I have to go and get this... Get the I don't know there was just uh, there was just like we just drove around the island and did like errands for the whole day. Man, that well, <laughs> it was really like fun. Standard weekend though. I mean, there's just lots to do all the time. I can't help yeah. it. You know? it was really good, and the the weather was was nice enough for us to uh, catch the sun. I did. I don't know if you got a little bit red sips, but my face was like a bit bit red after we sat in the garden because of course it was cloudy so we didn't really put any sun tag cream on or anything but you do have to like yeah the UV was still strong yeah I got I got burnt as well I got yeah, burnt I, think I got burnt it's got a little I didn't Big get tan. burnt but I've, I, I went brown I tanned right. and I came into the office and everyone was like oh we've caught the sun and I was like have I whoops I just thought I was a bit I just thought I was a bit sort of feverish but no, it's actually I'd like burn the top of my head. Man. Sorry. I feel like this is just the the end of of days. Yeah. I'm slowly moving towards dadness. It was um, the um it was the UV that got you. You got to be careful. They always say on the radio, just because it's cloudy, make sure you you lather up, make sure you slap it on there, get your kids covered and stuff too. And I never listen because I I feel like if the sun's not out, then the 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 lube isn't coming out either. You know, like it's it's a free day. It's kind of like like watering like your garden, right? Mm. It's raining. You're just like, oh, free day. I don't have to do anything. So I'm like, I feel the same about sun cream. I just don't want to do I it. I saw Sips's garden, mm. and his, his, um, I want to describe his greenhouse as a, a green cupboard. It's more of one of those sort of suffocates the wall, and you can go to open the doors to it. Yeah, and it's like got shelves in there. It's like a. A wardrobe yeah and it's got I, what happened was he obviously had a load of plants they grew completely out of control and then in sheer panic he bought tons of massive pots to put them out of control growing plants into yeah and now it's just spilled out of the greenhouse massively and mm. it's just pots of greed everywhere yeah it was a it's a test year it's a test year and the tests are going it's pretty really good. amazing man there's yeah. a lot of stuff coming up so like i'll organize it better next year but yeah no this year was like I think with the greenhouse, though, like uh, the you know, it's it's small, but it, it's all you need, right? It's just it's just for seedlings. Like, there's not really going to be anything the in there, right? So. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool, actually. Uh, your family's all lovely and 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 happy. Yeah, uh, your 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 son is now into is is it's like he's at a buffet and yeah. he's trying a bit of everything. Yes, he's into like twenty different games and things and uh, worlds and i guess it's wonderful to i don't know if you remember when you were sort of that age like discovering i mean i was i was just this thing for some reason the other day that george r mine was talking about but it was the yeah. same for me and he said you know i remember you know things that happened in lord of the rings when i read it when i was like 10 or 11 yeah but 
I don't remember what I was doing when I was 10 or 11 at all. Do you know what I mean? But I remember like, you know, iconic moments from stories and like these worlds that I sort of discovered for the first time or very new um and some of it's kind of like weird like free-to-play mobile games like he's into this warhammer um, <laughs> yes. imperial knights free-to-play mobile game which i don't think he's ever played because he doesn't have a phone but i assume someone at school no, showed no. him it on he's their phone. A, he gets, he's got it on tablet he plays it on tablet so he's, uh, right. he's played it but the thing is we haven't heard about this game for months, right? It's only because you showed him miniatures and then he's like, oh, yeah, I played a game like that. And now he's obsessed with it. So like it's right. it, it comes I around, it. you know, like it just uh, like it's it's all the rage and then, you know, it's not and whatever. It's just the way it goes. Yeah, it was good. He's 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 funny as well, like as well. He gives some um, I don't know. He must get it from you. Like he just he's making little jokes like like little sideways jokes about stuff. Like, I don't yeah. know, like you had a you've got a you put up a jersey flag yeah. on your i had to take um, it down i took it down today actually on your house it was uh covered in bird shit just like completely covered in bird shit yeah and torn and it like, as well it was torn who's, who's just that flag and he was like the balconies <laughs> and i was like very good so yeah like stuff like that like even your son is now kind of trolling me a bit yeah. which is which is i guess like father it's like the way isn't it you know yeah so it's just gonna happen to me throughout my life i'm gonna get trolled by the the sips dynasty well, for forever that's why i created um, more people i want the trolling to, to carry on you know past <laughs> yeah. yeah you want me to be teased teased into my grave exactly yeah so i had a lovely time in jersey thank you for for inviting me sips hey was, no problem it was nice you have to get out there pflex sure yeah, you is it yeah, come on out, Flax. Bring the bring wait? the fam, and out we come. Yeah. What are you waiting for, like, baby? I might give you a few months until until you've settled in with the new baby, though, because I don't know how you're going to handle three. I, it's it's crazy the handling two, honestly. Yeah. Um, so hectic. Oh my god, house. I know, I know. I remember a couple of times Lewis was just like. Man, how the hell do you do this like, every day? <laughs> I was like, well, you just kind of get used to it. But like after like 10 minutes, he was just like crumpled up on the floor dead. It's pretty funny. It's weird because when, when they get older, because I've, I've now got a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old. And the, the challenges become very different from yeah. these sort of uh, more workman-like looking after little kids where it's like an awful lot of maintenance rather than now they just take themselves off and they don't want to know you anymore so my 12 yeah. year old comes home from school goes straight to her room she's talking to her friends on her phone or she's texting people or she's on youtube or whatever and then now it's things like ferrying them to various things that they have to do buying things that they need for this that and the other and all their activities have become much more complicated so it's mm. things like my uh, eldest is in a photography club and I had to pick her up. Like I had to take her somewhere and then pick her up. And it was like she needed to have these this list of 15 things with her for this rafting thing. And it was like we had to prepare everything. It's like a lot of annoying little prep to go and deliver <laughs> them for some club or some activity yeah. or something like that. Um, and constant money. Just money, money, money. I need money for this. I need money for that. Money, money, money. Um, so, you know, they, they've got to go into town with okay. their friends or they're going to go to the park or whatever. Can they have an ice cream and they need to get a coffee? And so it's just, you know, it's just a challenge of actually, A, getting a word out of them and B, constantly giving them money. That's pretty much Giving them money wow. for all of the things. It's like you're playing a mobile game, yeah. just grinding and paying money. Yeah. It's, it really is. So interestingly... I don't know if this is actually interesting at all. I played a game this week <laughs> called Strangeland. 
which is from Wadget Eye Games, who made, uh, who publish point and clicks, retro point and clicks mostly is what they publish. Um, they they published Unavowed, which is um, I think they even made it actually, which is um, one of my favourite games ever. It's a really good point and click. Last year, I recommended it to you guys. I don't know if you checked it out, but it's really good. Really good story. Really good point and click. Really good game. Really good universe, really good voice acting and writing. Just really enjoyed it. Anyway, they made a new game called Strangeland. And it's made by these three guys. A writer who's written this really kind of odd game. This artist who almost looks like um, like H.R. Geiger stuff, like the alien guy, right? Right. Like the um, the, the kind of quite horrific, um, grisly horror. Um, and then a, a, a coder who's made this point and click. And so it's, it's, it's kind of the classic team yeah you know, if you that like. sounds about right that's like pretty standard i think nowadays. um and man the, the story is great uh i really enjoyed it it's not super long but i just had had a great experience with it nice um and so i recommend it but the guy i was what i was checking I was, like, I was checking out the steam page for the guy and he wrote this whole kind of blog post on there about how he feels about what the developer player relationship is right right um and it's this really good article i don't know how you guys could find it but it's on the steam page for strangeland i mean the dev posted there is it all one word strangeland strangeland yeah it is yeah it is indeed a a weird though this the the artwork kind of reminds me of um that uh that old point and click game what was it i i have no mouth and i must scream i think it was called something like that yes Um, something like that or there was one where it started off and you had something injected into your brain Dark Seed. There you go. Dark Seed, which came out in okay. 1992. Um, oh my was a deeply, deeply strange game. Uh, it literally opens with a weird shot of you having something injected into your head. It's very strange. The the main character, or, or I think it's who you're playing, kind of looks like Richard Pryor, I think. It's 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 a very odd game. Nice. But, but it's very Geigery, yeah. So some robot holds open your head and injects something in, and then you have to walk around and... Yeah, it's, it's utterly strange. Yeah, well, I'll check it out, because I'm really enjoying playing through these point and clicks actually um, i didn't find it that 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 overly hard you know you didn't have like 30 items at once and you had to use the mcguffin on the f- forguffin or you know you didn't have to fuck around too much with it that was <laughs> the, the thing that always got me about point and clicks was how often you just like that you had six locations you could go to and like eight things you could interact with and inevitably you'd get stuck because it was always very vague and you'd go, all right, well, let's try and combine every single thing in our inventory with every single other thing. And then we'll try using everything in our inventory on every single thing that we is interactable. So it, yes. it, it literally becomes a, not a point and click, a dragon guess. Just guessing, oh, wait, okay, finally I've done that. Now that's open this. And now I just r- r- keep doing that. Because there never seemed to be a fail condition in most of these games. It wasn't like, well, you've wasted your banana and now the game is over. You know, it always gave you another shot. Whereas in Zork, if you fucked up, you fucked up. That's Zork. It. Zork. Oh, well, I mean, the other thing is, like, the modern point and clicks do give you, like, little little hints. Like, there's a raven sort of tweeting away at you as you move around and he kind of gives you... He sort of says things that are, like, very loose hints. And then you could also... Um, there's, like, a phone that you can you know ring the operator and it'll give you a hint you know it's part of the game um where it sort of insults you when you do it <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's still like quite nice i mean i remember like one of the first pc games i ever played was a star trek point and click I oh that was baller i loved I that star trek point like, and click but... yeah that was it, it looked great like for the time it really did look great and i wish i i maybe i'll go back around and, and see if i can play it again because I, I i think when i played it i was about 10 or 11 and i didn't really understand that 
I mean, I was watching um, Sips' son play Game Garage or something on oh, Switch. Oh, yeah, it's like a Game Maker uh, thing on Switch. So, yeah, so basically it's like it gives you these... It's, it's, it's basically just a game-making engine, and it gives you these tutorials, right, where you have to just follow the tutorial to make a game. But watching your son follow this like 30 minute or hour long tutorial where he was not taking any of it in he was just following the steps dragging the boxes where they needed to be yeah like, he, like it felt well when he was doing it it didn't look like he was learning anything from doing it right at all almost like it was just it was so bizarre like watching someone follow the tutorial but not take any of it in just go through the motions of doing it and it, it reminded me of being that age and doing these tutorials and doing these things <laughs> in these games and just not not taking anything in at all and just being hopeless yeah um so i remember some of these games i i thought were so hard that i never got like anywhere in them you oh, know? i never really and had I played much them like over that. and over again mario paint i think it was the closest thing that we had to anything like that where you could like you know like create stuff you know games were like oh, yeah games were really different when we were small they were just super linear right they were either stories or like arcade kind of games right where it was just like challenging and you finish them but like creative games didn't really come about until later on i don't think like super nintendo at least from what i remember i don't remember anything like that before before that but mario paint was a big one because you could make music you could make animations you had like the mouse pad and the mouse and everything for it you it remember? was also the music one do you remember they had the game where it was like was that part of mario paint actually or not music was part. it like yeah there was music in mario paint. yeah i think it like has because it had like barks and meows and oinks and stuff as well yes. do you remember it had like and it had like a bass drum represented by a mushroom yeah it did i remember this and you see it all the time right yeah well you used to where people would make like songs in in Mario Paint. Yeah, I thought that was it. Same thing. Man, that was a hell of a game. It was a like, hell of a was, game. That was that was Nintendo like it, at this most pure that was not it. It's like an art tool for oh, for man. Super Nintendo. It you was know, where great. Yeah. It's actually quite fiddly to make this stuff with a controller, but people love it and end up making really creative things. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, relationship between developer and player. I just read this article. And it was so well written um on strange land i'll read you a little bit of it because i i, I sort of feel like it, it's 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 how i feel he says a commercial release demands a player's attention hope time and money which of these resources is most valuable depends on the player which of these prices is steepest depends on the game um, so yeah so basically he's he's saying that like you know despite having been burned by games that have bored you frustrated you disgusted you you push past your reservations and hope and look for something engaging in Strangeland. Uh, we are asking you to spend several hours searching for a game that fulfills that beauty and engagement. And we want you to pay us $15 for this work. Damn. Right? So he talks about how, you know, the, 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 you know, it, it's really, really, it's just a great article. And it talks about, I just, I just really recommend you, you read it uh, rather than me reading the whole thing out. It kind of talks about how, it's a little bit like um, he feels like a lot of developers have got the wrong endless stick and they feel like they're milking the players for as much as they can get, you know, rather than owing the players. Right. It's like he feels like one could engage in marketing psychoanalysis and decide that a player can be parted from their attention, hope, time or money by such and such advertising hook uh, <laughs> to reel them in followed by Skinner Box designs, microtransactions, and the like. We think this is a literally obscene way of viewing the player-developer relationship, one in which contempt and commercial interests override 
love and passion. Nice. Wait, this is on the Steam review page? No, well, it's, yeah, I guess so. But it's, the, it's because the developers can post like patch notes. Right, right. I, I, I mean, I get that. I get I get the sentiment for sure. But um, I don't know. Like, I feel like, um, I don't know. I'm not sure that I agree that that's like the place to voice all that. You know what I mean? Like uh, at, <laughs> yeah. at the point of purchase you, of a product. I don't like know else where else you put it. I, well, I mean, I think, you, I think like if you go do like a talk at the GDC or something like that would probably be a be a better a better like platform for it. No, I don't know. It's not like for it, sure. I don't yeah. know. I mean, you get that from time to time, though. It's an it's interesting because like especially with uh, like food, you'd get that right. Like uh, ethical food. You know, like uh, or ethical, like cleaning products that sort of say, like, you know, we don't believe in testing on animals or we don't believe in destroying the environment and stuff like that. So I guess maybe maybe it's like a new thing. Maybe it'll become like a like a new thing in gaming where people are like, um, you know, I'm I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah. We're, well, we don't like have, this. You have to use your platform to express your feelings about things, you know. Yeah. And these guys are little windy devs in their, you know, making their little retro point and click game. Yeah. In a world where, you know, we've got the gaming industry is being. You sound like you're really undermining of, them there as kind well. Kind of savaged by these kind of quite n nasty practices that are going on in in the world. I mean, he 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 basically made me feel super stupid when he yeah. wrote this, you know, by. Just like you communicating it in a way that we're just unable to do <laughs> on this podcast. Um, so the other game I played this week was The Last Spell. Did you play it yet, Six? Yeah, I've been playing it a little bit. Yeah, I've been Man, like uh, um, I've been playing good. a lot of Rocket League though. The Last Spell. The last. The last spell. Oh, I've got it on my uh, wish list. It's like what's it called? Um, they are billions. I mean, oh, turn based. No. Um, on wish listing. That. It's not like they are billions at all. It's all right, uh, it's. Re it's it's it. like XCOM. <laughs> People say that it's like they are billions because there's hordes every night, but it's not. It's it's more like XCOM. You have a group of like magicians and fighters and stuff like that, and uh, you have to survive each day. And each day you survive, they level up. You give them better stats and stuff, and then uh, the next night the the wave is just harder and harder. You have to build up the town, build up some defenses in between. And it's just, um, it flows really nice. It's it's really good. It is really good. Yeah. I like the way it looks. I like the uh, the art style. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it, it it is just a just a nice nice looking game for it's, sure. It is cool. Like it's it feels like the way I sort of played it a lot was I spent a lot of time like trying to figure out where the good like combos were. You know what worked, what didn't work, what what guys like comboed well together, what skills were actually worth taking, and. You know, after a few runs, you you find some things that are really powerful. Yeah, yeah, it gets really. Yeah, it's good. It is. It is actually really good. Like I, I, I think um, I need to play it more because it's it's weird with games, right? Like you, whatever you're into at the time, you're just into, right? So it's hard to like sort of give other games a, a lot of time. Sometimes I find, but it's definitely something that I'll come back and uh, and look into again because uh, I did enjoy it. It's good, but I don't think it's like they are billions. Yeah, I guess it's not. Other than like in the sort of idea that it's it gets yeah just loads of like waves and waves and loads of zombies and you're trying to like yeah it's like know. any game that has a block in it everybody's like it's just like minecraft it's not you know it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah or like uh, i was playing um tainted grail which is which is quite decent um oh yeah you told me about yeah, that and everybody in chat was like it's just, just slow the spoiler because it has cards in like that, yeah that's that's what it, chat it, do right yeah just... i i don't understand the the need to 
to pigeonhole every single game. Um, it's a bit weird, but I've been yeah. I've been desperately looking for a good tactical game to get my my teeth into because I do love turn based strategy games. Like um, yeah, if you like X if you like XCOM, I'd say it's more like XCOM in that yeah. it's turn turn based and um, you level you know, up your lads. And you stuff. level up your guys. They have abilities. They have uh, resources. So you know you can you you can't just spam the abilities. Yeah. You'll run out of mana. So you have to give them potions and stuff like that. Well, I, um, I played a. I played a lot of Griftlands, which is a lot of a lot of fun. I played it when it first came out, and it was a bit bare bones, and I, yeah. I didn't really get it. But um, I've been I've played it through multiple times now um, with a couple of characters, and so just sort of been playing it. And it, it is a really fun game. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of having two decks, like you've got your fighting deck, and then because the combat is like it's nowhere near as interesting to me as the actual sort of debate deck that you have, where you have this discussion, mm. you have to convince people of something or talk someone out of something or try and bribe your way through something and yeah. you sort of have all these arguments and counter arguments and stuff is quite good and I, I love the art style I think it's it's a really really nice game um, and I, I discovered that there is an option in the UI to just skip all the dialogue because the problem is it is a, there's there's a lot of story that they throw at you um, it's not particularly complicated but it's a lot of dialogue and on your third or fourth playthrough, you're still having to click through the dialogue. And I was like, God, there must be an option to fucking skip all this. And of course there is. Uh, so that saved me a lot of time. Um, yeah. And I played Field of Glory and Field of Glory Medieval. These are, well, two, Field of Glory 2 and Field of Glory 2 Medieval. Man. Which are extremely uh Okay, when nerdy. you were playing these games, uh, did people come into your chat and they're like, Wow, Dota 2 looks really different. <laughs> I, I, dude, I have a command for that. I know. Exclamation wow, Dota change. 2 has had some changes <laughs> since I last new, saw it. <laughs> new, new patches. <laughs> so uh, pe people get really angry with me when I point out that this is the same fucking joke a hundred other people have made. And it's the same thing with that stupid, uh, every podcast has the same three people in it, all that stuff. Yeah. What I'm saying is this, right? If If you've heard a joke... If you've heard a joke about podcasts... I'm good at spotting similarities in things. Or about Dota or something like that. Do you not think maybe someone's already made that joke? And I'm not saying that before you make any joke, you have to go out and scour the internet to check no one else has made it first. All I'm saying is just have a think. Maybe this has been said before. It seems so obvious. <laughs> I can't believe no one's thought of it. Maybe they have. Maybe they have. Oh, so man. please, just, just have a think. And I realize the irony in us who repeat ourselves but at least we're repeating ourselves we're not repeating we're not taking someone else's podcast and saying the same things so if we repeat ourselves that's different but you're all collectively repeating each other's horrible horrible jokes please stop please so stop. tell me about yeah. field of glory too it's just a super nerdy turn-based game the the actual problem with it is it's like it, it plays more like a tabletop um, ancients or medieval battle simulator. So your units right. take up a square. There's like, oddly enough, I mean, it's Slytherin and they are who, who make these kind of games on, on Steam if mm. you look for them. Their games are horribly overpriced. They look awful. The UIs are dreadful, but there's no one else filling this niche. There, there are just no games like this out there. They just don't get made. I don't know why, because they always sell well. Like I've said before, nobody's done a new Jagged Alliance game that was any good. Why? Why? Jagged Alliance 2 was came out like fucking nearly 20 years ago. Where is my new Jagged Alliance game that's any fucking good? 
doesn't exist. And people keep saying, oh, have you tried? It's, it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. No. All I'm looking for is a very simple game. Yeah. Build up a team of lads. I'm also looking for a very specific, simple game as well. Yeah, but they yeah. just, yeah. Is it, uh, would it be big, big and with a D? Yes, and, uh, that's and exact, the exact one. But I get the same thing that you're 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 describing right now. Where people I, just, are, I just don't just, get it. Just, but the, the just thing play, is, just play so -so. fucking uh, Banished. It's the same, pretty much. And it's not. It's <laughs> It comes back to what we were saying before. It, just because there's a block in a game, it doesn't make it like Minecraft. Like there's, Right. You know what I mean? But I that's, mean, I, that's I, what you I get played, all the time. Uh, um, what's it, what's it called? Teardown, which is phenomenal. Oh, Teardown's I, I, great. I yeah. absolutely love that game, and uh, I played it. I loved it. Yeah. And people were like, "Every like, oh, is this just Minecraft then?" Like that's all they were saying in chat. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Come on. Can you just, <laughs> just? I understand you came here to relax, but at least turn your brain on. It doesn't need to do anything special, but just have no. it on yeah, while yeah. you're here for just for a little bit. Just try try the brain on feature yes. that comes with your body, rather than brain off, mouth on. Because that's just, it's just annoying. Anyway, so Grifflands have played Field of Glory, Ultimate Admiral, Age of Sail. These are these are real PFLAX games. Oh you know my what God, I mean? This is are... my kind of thing. You, you um, play more dad games than I do. I, feel I do. Like. I, I really play a lot do. of simulators, which people poo-poo. But like, I feel like these big war strategy games are like more like dad games than they're very dad games but i mean this is what i this is where i came from was was tabletop wargaming that's what i used to love and then i can't do that anymore because i don't know anybody that plays those things and like i said previously i don't want to have to join a local club and realize that you know these people are actually all oddballs so i the reason i bought my my my, my bolt action british army arrived oh need nice. to assemble it nice um Need to need to assemble that because when I come down to Bristol, at least I know I've got Ben and 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 Lulu to play games with, which is cool. I'm happy about that. But in the meantime, Ultimate Admiral Age of Sail is what I've got, and uh, it's pretty jank. Yeah. But it's it's very it's very cool. There's nothing quite no, like it's, your it's ship open training. up, open up the broadside and just withering fire, knocking out the main mast. Their lads are panicking. The ship's on fire. It's exciting. This is, this is if you can find these things that that tick your boxes. You know that's what you, that's what life's about, right? Hell yeah, yeah brother, you preach. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so, so yeah, if I had, a, I had a really good week in Jersey. Um, good. And I, We're I going back to Jersey now, around. man. He just wants yeah. to talk about Jersey Flax. Leave him alone, just, okay? It's a cool place. We, it's fun. There's I, lots I of cool people here. Like, it's a problem because there's no cases or not very many cases. Everyone is. It's like the world is back to normal, right? Yeah. That it's so weird because there's no. Everyone's going into restaurants and all the shops are open and no one's wearing masks anywhere. Like it's it's like everything is just like has gone back in time. I mean, when I go to Jersey, nice it though, does right? feel like time has gone back about five years anyway. Yeah. Um, do you know, um, that's just because they're a little bit slow on the uptake, you know, at like a seaside town kind of thing. But it just it just because I guess you've you've I go I don't know. I did feel <laughs> a little can't. bit reckless. It did feel a bit reckless, but because all the signs are up, like it says, like everywhere you go, there's like signs saying masks must be worn, but then no one's wearing them <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> like yeah. it's like okay, so I don't know. It was, it was kind of weird, um, you know, because yeah. it still feels like hard to to do anything here. Everyone's taking it quite seriously, um, still sort of making sure to be careful and stuff. So hmm, taking great care. Well, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bigger place and there's more it. cases. Like, see, like over here, we're lucky. There's not that many cases right now. So, you know, it's, um, 
we're in a bit of a better spot. It's a small place, you know. It's um, it's, it's just it's just the way the the cookie crumbles sometimes. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Mm. You think about yeah. think of, nice. think about a cookie and think about it crumbling, and um, you'll see what I mean. Um, I um, I've gone down a uh, disgusting rabbit hole. Uh, don't ask me why or how, but I've been playing uh, Hearthstone Battlegrounds for the oh past couple of God. days. I know. Um, I must. Oh, it, you're preparing I think it's coming... games that you can play with yeah. one hand while you're nursing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is it. Yeah. See, the thing is, now I've um, gotten to the point where I hate myself enough to uh, go back to Hearthstone. I, it's like the auto battler one, though, right? So it's a bit. It's not like uh, like full on rage inducing Hearthstone, although it does have its moments. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just like. It, I, I'm kind of glad that the auto battler genre hasn't like completely disappeared. You know, like um, yeah, no, yeah. I think there's a new one on the Dota arcade actually that's like um, kind of similar. But you you have to give your heroes abilities, right. so you okay. don't just pick guys. You sort of level up your lads by giving them abilities. So it's a bit like ability draft. If I don't know if you guys know that in in Dota, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So for any listeners that don't know what ability draft is, um, you're given a hero, and that base hero still has the same talent tree that they do and all the rest of it, but they have no spells. And basically there's a bunch of spells out there and you draft spells, not heroes. So you pick, I'll take Ogre's Stun on Ricky or whatever, you know, or I'll take, you know. Slots Pounce on Lena. Yeah, exactly. So you'll take all these things. You take all this weird shit and mostly it's it's complete garbage and has no synergy at all. But sometimes. (laughs) It's incredibly broken. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's so broken that they have to change ability draft, like remove it or nerf it because some some builds, if you got them, were so strong. Uh, Like there was um, Zeus's static field, which is every time he casts a spell, he reduces your HP. And I think you could have that on Medusa and mana shield and every time she toggles it it counts as a spell cast so you just walk around to- toggling that like crazy and everybody dies like that kind of thing oh so my god or use or bristle back yeah right like, that, that kind of stuff or, needs to be patched but out. that was that was i mean it was a fun stupid game mode it was never supposed it's not like they're playing it at the international right you know <laughs> although uh, people have suggested that like one of the things that they have i don't know i don't know if they do this in other esports sadly actually like an all-star match i don't know if they have it in csgo or whatever i don't know but anyway, the all-star games in Dota have always been, almost always been, fucking awful games. Um, because the players are just either if there's if they're out of the tournament, they're super sad and don't really want to have to play Dota in front of you know a few million people. Yeah. Um, and if they are still in the tournament, they have better things to be doing than, than the the all-star match. But you know whatever it is, what it is. Um, there's nothing at stake, so they kind of just mess about. And what starts off as them clowning about, eventually they just start playing Dota. And it's just like watching a regular game of Dota. Um, and it's just, you know, with nothing at stake. So it's just kind of kind of daft. So they've thought about how can we improve the All-Star game? Um, and some people have suggested make an ability draft and see what the pros can come up with. That would be quite funny. Have some prize on the line for the winning team. Or like the one time they did it, I think it was TI4 when they unveiled Techies. And that was great because Techies was had just come out he was announced on the big screen. There's Techies. Everybody loses their shit. And then he's in the All-Star game. So I think it was um, Artur, like Arteezy actually played Techies. I don't think he ever played Techies before. And so Techies, you know, we that was interesting because we got to see how the hero uh, worked. That is an interesting All-Star game. 
putting the new hero in because then people are invested. They want to see what, what the new hero is about, how it works. But if it's just a regular game, it's just kind of like, eh. So yeah, I don't know if other other esports do it. Is there is that possible in Overwatch or CS:GO or I don't know whatever fucking other games there are? I think like a clown mode, like game mode for it, like ability draft, you know, softens it too, and it becomes this sillier, more more kind of. Like like a show match in tennis, even when they used to do, they had a couple. Do you remember that guy who was like a sh- uh, old guy who came back to Wimbledon every year? I think he was Egyptian, right? Yeah, there was like remember. this famous tennis player who used to basically just do a Wimbledon show match every year, where he would just do Barami, Mansour Barami, an Iranian. Yeah, and he was so interesting to watch. He is amazing. Like he was just like it was such a weird kind of. It wasn't like he was a he wasn't like a good player. He was. But he, was he was in his he day. Was a, he was decent. Well, obviously. Obviously, he was a, a right, top right, tier right. player, but, but but like it wasn't like he was coming out of the all of the as part of the all star match, you know? Right, right. I think that yeah, he. I don't know. It was just fun, right? It was, I don't know why they they did it or thought it was, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a serious thing. His trick shots are magic. Of, his his best is where he goes to he goes for the overhead and then turns it into a a lob. He's just he's an he's an incredible player. Like he's just pure. He's like a with tennis the, magician. Yeah, he is. But I mean, I don't know what he's doing now. He's probably like 60 now. He's 65. He was about four. But he's 65. Yeah, he's, but he still, he still, still does it. He's still going. Older than Clooney. <laughs> yeah. oh. Now that would be I'd a be, show I remember match. watching him and loving that stuff. You know, that was the best bit for me. Here you go. You get a really old pro and they have to play a really young guy who isn't good at tennis. So you get like Justin Bieber out there or something and he has to play against... I don't know, Mansoor Barami, that's a really old guy. I'd, I'd like to see that. Just yeah, see that's a great if... idea. How how on earth would you do that in Dota? Well, <laughs> I guess you'd have to like you'd have to give him some dumb give him some dumb teams or something. Well, they did the some, thing some with OpenAI, right? Yeah. Like they they chucked in so in the 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 teams have to play against the OpenAI show match to show how far along OpenAI has come. For anyone that doesn't know, OpenAI was a program that they ran dota with machine learning so it just played itself. is it like the alpha starcraft or whatever is that if that's um, the same kind of thing with machine learning where it just plays and figures out yeah. like you you give it win conditions you give it some basic things that are good and bad and, and it just learns. the rules and it plays yeah and it, it like it, it was weird to see because i know elon musk was watching because he tweeted about it because he's obsessed with ai and how dangerous it is which is fair enough and uh it was weird because it just plays itself for thousands yeah. and thousands of hours um but there are hard limits on how fast the Dota engine can run so i think it cranks it up to like four or five speed or something to play the game because of course the re- you know there's no reaction time it doesn't matter but past that the Dota engine just can't cope apparently um but that means it it still plays like it's played far more dota in in a, a year than than anybody alive has like it's, it's just cranked through it so every year they roll it out and it's like demonstrably better at the game it's pretty scary yeah That's pretty nuts isn't it's it? it's really scary in the chess world have kind of just accepted that yeah. algorithms are the best now yeah. and they can't beat them and so they kind of just ignore them or play alongside them and they almost like when you watch these guys do commentary they're like well the algorithms say that this is the best move here um, because of this, this, and this. You, you know, they actually, it's almost like it's become the analyst. Yeah. The AI has become the analyst, and then they're just kind of commentating for flavor. Yeah. Really, which is kind of weird. And I, I find it like so, I'm so interesting to see how how far along it's come. Right. It's it's just unbeatable. Um, and I think like now it's the same with anything. Like even like a yeah. weird game that you think like an RTS. Like like anything like a turn based game, an AI would just kill you at that so so quickly. 
um, just to make the best moves every time. Yeah. Because it's much simpler, right, a turn-based game than than something with pinpoint movement and accuracy and all this stuff that's in, like, Dota. I mean, yeah, I mean, there are, there are things in Dota that it, it can't handle, like illusions. I think um, certain items and, and heroes are banned because the AI just can't handle it. It, it doesn't understand. Yeah, yet, yet, exactly. Um, but, I, I mean, I was thinking, is it possible that this will mean any mechanical operation that we do machine learning will do better. So would a Formula One driver replaced by a, a robot that has driven simulations of Formula One driving and then eventually been stuck into a real car on an empty track just for years, just driving around and, and learning, would that just be the best Formula One driver ever automatically? Um, or does it have to fail before it can... Like human beings can anticipate things and machines can't. So unless it's experienced something before, or you specifically told well, it to avoid it. It's it's gonna just not. So I mean, if you just think, told I it, think follow the track. Can machines do and can anticipate, and and that's part of their part of of it. I think. Well, maybe well, well, why not... do you think they can anticipate? Well, because they can expect. You know, they can be programmed to expect anything. Right there, they, there you, know, you go. To react to any right, situation. But that's the point. They can't anticipate. They can't do something that a human being can do and see something they'd never seen before and anticipate an outcome. A machine has to be told what to expect and how to respond right. in certain situations or learn its way there. It's not capable well, of original there is, thought. There's definitely an argument that a human encountering an unknown situation would respond worse than a machine, though, right, and freeze up, whereas a machine would, would follow its standard protocols to you know stop or whatever right or what you know and I don't, I don't... stop and freeze up so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Same thing>. <laughs> <laughs> well I, I get the impression that it's almost like a tree with a machine right there's no stop and freeze up option it will just default to you know turn left or drive straight it will it'll go down that flow chart right. to you know but it, i mean we've essentially I, like if you think about evolution a, a little bit like machine learning where um, the the things that didn't work, we don't keep as instincts because they've been evolved out, if you like. They've been selected out. So if the instinct when we saw a volcano erupting was to run towards it, those ones, those guys died. They didn't make it. The ones that oh, yeah. ran away made it. So our instinct to f like fight or flight that works. Like that does work. You know that because we're here. So machines would need to go through those iterations of another car is spinning out of control on the track in front of you, do you just plow through it and hope for the best? Well, the hundred times we did that, it didn't work. So let's try a different approach and maybe it does something else. And eventually it finds the optimal route around the track and is able to overtake and avoid other cars and stuff like that. But it can't come up with these things. It needs to experience them first and then figure out what's the best situation. Yeah, I, I guess that that's the, the way that a lot of these bots learn is by playing against people so much that they learn all of the possible options but as long as there's a game or a, a situation where there's always room for creativity um which i don't know if there is any situation like that i think it's hard for a machine to be creative actively but i think it is possible and i think that you do see it i also think like there is this um mind games kind of attitude to some games where you know you in, especially in a formula one or something like that you know you do have to be able to read this other driver yeah, yeah. and what the, what you think they'll do and i mean there's only so much study and programming that you can put into a machine to to to, to give that the ability you know you could say you could code into the machine oh this driver's done this thing at this corner this many times you know you could 
just fill it full of data right. and it, it crunches it and then it will make the best mathematical decision, you know, but is that decision, you know, does that take into account all of these micro things that that racing driver has learned? As long as it's racing against humans, it's always going to be having to deal with unexpected situations. Well, that's, that's right? how the players beat it. Uh, the open AI was apart from the fact that they were just um, able to assess what the computer was good and bad at and then play around that because they're very, I mean, these, the guys that they played against are like top pros. So yeah, they'll find the whole, they, yeah, they, for they sure. are natural gamers and it, like those people always look for an edge yeah. or a, a, a weakness. Yeah. And how can we exploit that? Which is yeah, why you have things that's like, that's exactly what I, that's what I do in, um, in Rocket <laughs> exactly. League when I play, I'm like constantly just looking for an exploit. Uh, just the, just that edge. edge. I'm at the top peak of my game. I'm learning all the time. Exactly. I've developed my own algorithms and stuff, but I'm still gold. I don't get it. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't make any sense to me, but there you go. I mean, did, did you guys watch the documentary about the machine that AlphaGo, the computer that uh, that beat the, the world champion in Go? Uh, that. Go, yeah. That was the same one that did StarCraft and some of these other right. ones. Yeah. So it's same Demis Habisas, right? Hab Hab Habisis, I can't remember how to pronounce his name, but uh, he, he, he did some games back in the, the 90s and early 2000s that were... They they promised a lot, but they didn't deliver. But I want to know how sure they that... beat OpenAI. I want to know well, how. The, the I want to know what the secret was. Yeah, do you remember? I, I can't remember, but there were things that the the computer wouldn't couldn't respond to. What you couldn't do, like for instance, if you're playing against the the computer mid, um, it, the moment it started just hitting you and ignoring creeps, you were probably already dead. So they did like one v one mids between OpenAI and pro players, and that it was the same thing that happened in AlphaGo which is why I, I I was reminded of it. If you watch AlphaGo, which is on YouTube, it's a really good documentary if you haven't seen it. The computer gets to a point where it's won and it's calculated, okay, I've won. And it just starts fucking about. And it's like stops making optimal moves and does all kinds of stupid shit because it, it knows, well, I've won. It doesn't matter. <laughs> So, so it didn't have any coding for what to do after it had won. Yeah, it, just it just knew didn't that any care. move won. Yeah. So it just didn't care. It just it, it made was, a move. It was literally <laughs> like every move was winning. It was. From that it was going to be one point ahead. It, it, it had calculated. I'm going to win this match by one point. Ergo, I win. Therefore, what do I do? You know. And it was just like, right. I'll just fucking put it here. And they were like, what? What is that move? <laughs> what is it doing? You know. And it wasn't okay. even like because it was one move that it makes. Which just stops everybody in their tracks. I I don't know go. We we spoke about this before. They didn't realize the the people watching didn't realize it had won. Right, right. So it knew. So they they and even the player playing against it thought. Yeah, he didn't was like, huh? probably. But then I think one of the commentators said, "Okay, I think what's happened here is that OpenAI, uh, sorry, AlphaGo knows it's won and is now just fucking trolling, basically. And it's just like <laughs> it's just BM. Yeah, just like I'll just fucking put it there, mate. Whatever. It's like what? Well, why are you doing that? He's like, oh, I've already won. And everyone's desperately trying to figure it out. They're like, yeah, it's ahead by one point. Like, it's fucking done So it. this is... So even the machines are trolling us. Yeah. This is how... My, this is my life now. In future, it's just... Originally, it's being trolled by my peers. Now it's being trolled by my peers' children. Yeah. In future, I will be trolled by machines. Yes. Yep. I mean, yep. that's, uh, that's the thing. I mean, the thing is, though, Lewis, like, the older you get and stuff, like, take a leaf out of my book um, with, the, with the gardening and stuff. You can just retreat. You can opt out of all of this. You don't need to speak to anybody. You can just go out there, tend to your plants and stuff like that. You know, make sure your arugula yeah. doesn't bolt. And if it does, just like, you know, trim it down and get some get some new You've shit in there. You've got like a button yeah. that 
that says Serenity Now when you press yeah, it. Yeah, they get I a mean, Serenity Now button. You get a little tortoise as well. Keep you company. He's never going to troll you or Terry. judge you. Yeah. Oh, Terry's looking gorgeous. Isn't he's he just, great. eh? What a guy. He's just such a hunk. He's too big for his house. He's a, he's a bully, thing. but he's a hunk as well. Like, you walk by... Who does he bully? You he lives alone. No, you walk by the window and he gives you that look like, what the... Where's my fucking food, <laughs> bitch? And you just think, holy crap, this guy is unbelievable. Like, you... you the thing is, like, I've stopped feeding him in the morning, Flex. I don't know, your, your dog probably needs to be fed a couple of times a day. Terry only needs to be fed once a day. Oh, okay. But the problem is, is that in the wild, um, he'll spend all day walking around looking for food because it's not yeah. given, given to him on a plate, right? He has to, like forage around and find food so they they walk around all day and they find as much food as they can and then once they've had enough food or feel like they've had enough food and they've had their you know vitamin intake for the day or whatever they're they're good they'll go and bask or they'll they'll you know find a find a hole to dig and and go to sleep or whatever so if i feed terry first thing in the morning which i used to do he just sleep the rest of the day because in his right. mind he's just like, oh well, I'm done. Like, cool. <laughs> Food has been yeah, found. He, he's, he's one point ahead. Vitamins acquired. It. Yeah. It's bedtime, and it's just you know, it's like nine in the morning. So right. Alpha Terry. Yeah. So I yeah. so I've been feeding him in the afternoon, but which keeps him keen. But the bullying—that's where the bullying comes in. Because uh. every time you walk by the window, he's so hopeful, and I'm. Hey, bitch! It's where's crazy. my goddamn lettuce? His, his yeah. eyesight is nuts because he can see me holding stuff, and he'll react differently if i'm not <laughs> holding something he's he'll like look but he won't be like as sort of desperately looking but if i have something colorful in my hand like green or yellow or something that he likes the look of oh my god he's just like he just he turns into like a completely different animal he's like it looks like he's like panting and like frothing at the mouth and he's trying to climb the walls and stuff oh my god it's hilarious it's great so one of the things that sips told me was that when he put used to put like a load of pile of leaves and terry would be really picky which ones he'd eat and he'd eat like eat some of the leaves and leave some of the leaves some of the other leaves um but what sips started to doing is like cutting them up together so they're like um in more of a it's like a, a salad yeah. so terry can't tell which no. one he doesn't like so he just <laughs> so he, he has just to just sees green and he eats <laughs> he just takes <laughs> everything in now it's funny have, have you thought about like putting his food in all different places so at least it keeps him interested hunting for it um, so like yeah put little bits here and there and then it keeps him busy Gets a bit more of the, that legwork going, and at least he, in his instinct, is like, "Oh, I've got to find more food because I'm not full yet." He, you know, hunting around for it. I just think that might give him a little bit of uh, brain action. But if it's well, a nice day, I think Sips puts him in the garden. Yeah, he goes outside and, so, and, then and he just um, he, get, he just eats the random things in the garden. Long term, he'll outgrow nice. what he's in right now. He's still quite small, so it's not too bad. But long term, he can't stay in there. He'll sleep in there, like in the evenings. But what? So then he just so has to safe. be out and about all day. Yeah. So I, we basically we just need an enclosure for him and he can just graze all day because everything that he needs to eat is just growing in our garden and backyard anyway is that what the, so the like, true purpose of the garden is to become terry's lair well part of it yeah I mean, it's gonna have well, to be he's he has to get, get big. big enough that he'll survive a seagull Swoop, coming and yeah him up. or or like you know yeah. a, a runaway ferret breaking into his <laughs> most animals don't fuck with tortoises though because they don't yeah, understand why would them. you you know like yeah. you see a lot of youtube videos of like dogs running 
running away from them and stuff. It's just like a little tortoise just like sort of, you know, chugging along after the dog, but the dog is petrified of it because they just don't get them. You know, they, they, I it's think... like the first time they saw tanks in World War One. Exactly. You know? it's like yeah, that. they must have just been, they must have <laughs> been really scared. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Oh my God, that's such a good analogy. Yeah. They are a bit like tanks, the way that they that's move hilarious. around and stuff. It's, uh, it is a good analogy. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. But, um, Here's a question. Here's a question that I just saw pop up on Twitter. Okay. Okay. So this is just just to go back to last week briefly, uh, when I stated that I don't like Jeremy Clarkson. Right. Uh, someone asks, does Sips get the same pushback? It's interesting. Because you don't. Because people love you. Um, people don't love people don't love me. They tolerate me. Mm. Whereas you well, can get away with saying I fucking don't like Jeremy Clarkson, well, and nobody cares. Not one Sips person. Sips is adorable, though. Right. Like, you know. Maybe, uh, Just you know. as grumpy an old man as me. Just as intolerant as me. Doesn't like things. Complains about things. Well, it doesn't matter. It's Sips. He can do it. Yeah. God forbid I say that I don't like Jeremy fucking Clarkson. Yeah, I don't get that, actually. <laughs> I haven't really had much... You know what? I haven't had much kickback, but to be fair, I don't check either. Serenity now. Do you know what? Uh, recently, I have not been um, going on Twitter at all. I never check it's it. It's very wise. I never uh, really... Like, I post on it, but like when I post on it, I don't read anything. Like, um, I'm just... Not that I've had any bad experiences or anything like that. I just feel like it's one of those things that I don't really need to spend a lot of time on. And I know that if I do spend a lot of time on it, it I'll just come out worse for it. You know what I mean? Well, it's I mean, not... I th people are very negative about Twitter because they think that it's just people complaining and it's just people being mean and stuff like that. I, I think it's genuinely a very funny platform if you follow the right people. It can, yeah, it can be very oh, funny for sure. For sure. But the I thing just is... avoid politics as much as I possibly can on there. But um, I mean, obviously anyone can at you. Yeah. But the problem is if you respond, they think less of you for responding. Yeah. So you think, well, what is truly the point of it? Because you clearly want to have a conversation with someone who you otherwise wouldn't be able to, to chat to. Yeah. So if I'm on Twitter and I post something and I get responses, I'll sometimes respond to them. And I think that's surely the point. Then people are like, well, he's so triggered. So it's like, all right, if you don't want people to respond, then what's the point in this platform? If you just want me to literally exist on it, never post, never reply, then what is it really for? What is any of this for? Yeah. Oh my God. I don't, I don't really get it either. Like I'm, I, I enjoy it sometimes. Like every once in a while you do come across a very funny, you know, uh, post or thread. Like I found a, a funny one the other day. For sure. Uh, relating to gardening. And it was this guy <laughs> and he's like, uh, after, after dozens of hours of work and hundreds of dollars of money spent getting all the supplies and everything, uh, I'm, I'm happy to finally say that I managed to harvest five cents worth of strawberries. <laughs> like, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it took him like months and months to get to that point. It's true, but uh, it, but it was just it was just very funny and very just uh, funnily put. You know what I mean? Right, right. I, I like stuff like that, but I I, yeah. I don't like the insane people on it who have just these crazy i mean i guess people maybe think like that about uh you and i about our opinions on clarkson or whatever but i the difference is that i don't go on to twitter and just um and, and just post that kind of stuff you know what i mean like right maybe but that's I, I, why I'm, I, I'll I'm gonna defend my opinion as as like my opinion i'm not saying he should be fucking assassinated i'm just yeah. saying i don't like the guy why is that such a big problem no he's yeah. not a saint i know he's not god oh, you, well to some people he is flex so you just got to accept that did you hear that john mcafee died john mcafee john mcafee yeah it's john mcafee man i heard the news today 
and they announced it like it was sad. I mean, he was a true cunt. My whole he childhood is, is crumbling around me now. What, what next? He was he was crazy. He was legit. A he was he was an awful person. He was yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah. no Didn't mistake. he have to go into exile in South America or something because of his? He craziness? was in Spain. He was in Spain. Did he marry like a sixteen-year-old tribal girl Look, and then like? I, I don't like, want to speculate. Shoot him. I don't want to speculate on the life of John McAfee. All I know is that all the video I've seen of him in recent years, there were like, I think it was Vice or someone maybe followed him around. He's a deeply weird guy. He has crazy ideas. Um, go and read about him yourself. Go and read about John Mac McAfee, even though it's clearly so McAfee. Where, where did he, when did he die? Sorry, not yesterday. where did he die? Oh, yesterday. Oh, yes, wow. Yeah, okay, yeah. So this is yeah. very recent. And he'd yeah. been arrested and was going to be extradited. And now he's dead. And he'd said two years previously, if you ever see me dead in prison, I didn't do it. Um, and he had like, he had a tattoo saying, whacked to say that, you know, he, he's basically claiming pre-death that he was going to be another Epstein or whatever. All um, right. So, yeah, it's it's really weird story. Um, yeah, it's weird, yeah. Yeah, it's very yeah. strange. Another, uh, another weird story for you guys. I don't know if you guys read this or picked up on it, but uh, the Queen uh, said that uh, Matt uh, Hancock is full of shit presumably she didn't finish the sentence but, i don't think uh, she said full of shit no she, of she was about to say full of something and then uh, boris johnson like quickly and nervously said full of beans your majesty <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but i think she was about to say like what the fuck is this guy doing i mean what are you i'm, doing I'm, with I'm my sure a lot of people feel the same way but it's just kind of funny that the queen sort of you know it is funny full of insert queen insult here what would yeah, she say full of full of uh, bull toot and roar or whatever <laughs> the queen would refer to as the old horse i dunk. think she's she may have forgotten that this was being filmed yeah well that's it it's, it's normally not normally private, filmed right? it's normally private but they decided to film this one for the first time and she was just but just that like bit before they fucked the off into down. another room or something like they yeah, were yeah. for some reason we're filming that bit it's just weird man it's just weird. I mean, Boris Johnson, full of beans, your majesty? They're just so weird. Steps in there. I get the impression she likes him, though, because he's a bit of a silly doofus. He's posh. He's posh, so of yeah. course she likes him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, my, my main uh, goal on Twitter is to retweet uh, anything that Gemma says that's embarrassing. That's a big thing for me. Right. Um, okay. I, I keep an eye on her timeline very closely, and she right. often tweets things that are weird and I, I retweet them and uh i stopped by her stream the other day and she was she was quite angry with that that i just continually retweeted her worst tweets immediately went and found some more of her worst tweets and retweeted those that's pretty much nice. the whole point of twitter for you me. just find like oh. a whole bunch of old tweets where she was like uh very racist or sexist or whatever and you can just <laughs> no. retweet those no there's one really where she, she she's complaining about uh she's complaining about a varicose vein so that got a retweet nice right amazing nice yeah well i thought just... terry was a big bully but it turns out it's you so uh, there you go you learn something every day it's good to draw attention to people who are just embarrassing themselves on on social media i think it's a good idea yeah uh yeah no gems tweets are hilarious so i love should, her i mean honestly Gemothy, i, I actually i actually Twitter. retweet them because i think they're hilarious but she's like please stop retweeting my worst tweets and i i secretly want to say look these are really fucking funny that's why I'm retweeting them, not to embarrass you, but because they're funny. But now she thinks I'm doing you're it. You're just trying to build somebody up to take the flack for you, aren't you? You're trying <laughs> no. to get you're trying to get somebody exposed so that they can take the brunt of all of your. She's uh, available Twitter to hate. write jokes for you if you need some jokes, P Flex. I'm sure Who? she'll help. You out. want a joke writer, Flex? Jealousy. No, I don't need a fucking joke writer. Well, I'm not a stand-up <laughs> comic or a. What the actor? fuck is this guy? I don't need a fucking. Oh my god. 
All right, that is enough. Thank you for listening. As always, we if you want ad-free, we're on uh, Patreon, Triforce Podcast. Uh, you can also get new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify. Oh, my that gosh. Is that? Can't Thank believe you. it. Thank you. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Goodbye. See you tomorrow.